Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Jennifer Urizio, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. I am dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity, create a life based on freedom. We focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And I'm so excited today because I get to talk to Lisa May. And we are talking about something that's near and dear to everyone's heart and really supports kind of the inner knowing of who you are and what you need. So we are talking about unlocking your human potential to be a leader of the future. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Jennifer. It's great to be here. I'm so excited that you're here. So I always start uh, with my first question, which is, what has your soul been sharing with you over time? Oh, wow. That's a beautiful and an intense uh, intense question. And my soul has been revealing, with your amazing support, uh, a lot of clarity lately. Um, I had received clarification about um, about... 12 years ago or so that I needed to shift paths, uh, to change paths, to further unlock human potential. <clears throat> and I was working in the corporate environment at the time, and I got a very clear message that there was a different way to live, a different way to lead, and a different way to serve. And that was the message I received. Mm. Uh, and, that, and that actually came through back in, <clears throat> excuse me, 2008. And then it took me a little while to process what that meant. And that led me to the formation of my company, which is called FOLA, which means abundance and fulfillment. And I get to have the wonderful honor of supporting corporate executives, companies, um, multinational and startup alike, as they unlock their human potential. And so it's a beautiful journey. And I'm glad that I had the, the corporate experience that led to that download and then led me to, to where we are now. I love that. So when we talk about potential, what are we exactly talking about? Sure. So when I think about potential, I think about the amazing possibilities that exist within each of us on, on, on the soul level. And to unlock the potential means that we have the opportunity to identify, to detect, to shift out limiting beliefs, limiting perceptions, anything that is not serving our highest level order, our highest purpose in this lifetime. And that's different for all of us. It's a very unique journey for each of us. And, and so it's a very custom process. And how do we go about really starting to kind of not only unlock it, but first to see that we have this amazing potential? Yes, to see, at least from my perspective, requires listening first before we can actually see. I think for a long time I was um, looking, looking, looking to see. And I had to slow down to get really quiet, to, to be truly still in my soul, in my system, so that I could see and allow the, the vision to come forward, if that makes sense. Yeah. And how can people start right here, right now, really accessing that big potential within? Right here, right now, I think 
the simplest, easiest first step is to slow down, mm. to speed up. And if we stop the hamster wheel or stop the treadmill, whatever, whatever we're on, whatever our typical program is, if we're a seeker and we're constantly looking, looking, looking like I was, to just step off that hamster wheel or that treadmill for a moment and give yourself a little bit of space to just step away from the program with no other to do other than to just try to quiet and see what happens next. Why do you think it's so important for leaders to be what what I would call conscious? Well, I think it's so incredibly important and it's such a wonderful opportunity because when we are leading businesses and whether the leader is running or leading a conscious team presently or not, the opportunity to step into consciousness exists. And so I really believe we're on the precipice of a new way to do business all together and that the conscious leaders will rise. Not only the conscious leaders, but the conscious leaders will be drawn to conscious companies. And when I say conscious companies, it's uh, with a mission orientation that when you serve well, you will do well financially. And if you have a higher level purpose with your product or your service offering that is intended to make a positive imprint or a shift in the world, that leaders are drawn to those companies, number one. We, we know we're starting to see this trend and have for the past many years. But when the leader can be awake and aware and support a business that's also awake and aware, it's, uh, it's pretty magical to see what's happening. And so I think it's, um, it's just a wonderful time, a wonderful opportunity for us to rise above the programs that previously existed in the way that business was done pre-COVID. I mean, we can talk about just the generational ways of working that are outdated, that are no longer serving and are no longer going to survive. So it's a, it's really, it's not a, it's not a downshift. It's an upshift. It's a really beautiful time. Beautiful. What has been the big question that you've been asking lately of yourself? My big question lately is, can I get out of my own way? (laughs) Can I rescind even more uh, any levels of attachment to outcome, um, just really working on staying really mission-focused and focused on goals while letting go at the same time. So it's a bit of a dichotomy for me. Yeah, I could see how that's true. And, you know, as a leader yourself, what do you think is the best or the the tool, the tactic, the structure that helps you really unleash your consciousness and your potential more and more each day? Yeah, that's a great question. And and I like asking myself and, and the clients that I support and serve two questions, for what and for why. And if I'm feeling an edge or static in my system, uh, I'm asking those questions, like, where's this coming from? Where's my action orientation, which I tend to be very action-oriented, very, um, very focused on moving and making progress. And so if I feel any sense of static, I'm asking those questions, and oftentimes it's old programming 
Mm. And when I say for what or for why, it just glares me right in the face. And it's beautiful because it's a constant reminder that, you know, the remnants of the old programming may still exist somewhere in my system. And if I'm aware and I can ask those questions, it helps me see. Love that. As uh, a leader yourself and as supporting leaders that are growing and leaders that are finding their place in the world, if there's one thing you want them to remember from our conversation today, what would it be? It would be to get clear on what you want and get clear on what you need and then align all of your life around those pieces. And I know that may sound selfish, but it's quite the opposite because I contend and believe strongly that if we are clear on what we need and what we want and we can speak with truth about that and we align every aspect of our life, then the impact we can have is far greater. I'm nodding my head, everyone. You can't see me, but I'm nodding my head. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I I think that um, leaders have a certain kind of responsibility and I mean to respond consciously and the more that they practice those tools the more they will bring that into everything they do and that will trickle down to everyone that that they touch what have what have you found your or the general the biggest stumbling block for leaders is well I think for for me personally in my experience and and what I observe in many is that the programs are real. The ways of working, the expectations that have been built up around us over time uh, are just that. They're constructs. And and it, it takes high consciousness to stay awake, aware, above that. Because they will still have some frequency to them or some currency to them. And and if we're not aware, then we can get pulled back into the traps. And when I mean traps, I mean the overworking, uh, the over-expecting of ourselves, the feeling like we always constantly have to be on no matter what time of day or what day of the week it is. These are old paradigms, and they're, they're no longer serving, they're no longer working. And so if the leadership from the future and for the future can really stay disciplined on that practice alone, we will foster and breed a whole new workforce that really has much greater potential than we've ever seen before. That's beautiful. And I just want to say so be it, right? And so it is, yes. (laughs) So as we're wrapping up here, and I'm getting ready to ask my last question, how do people get more of you? How do they get in touch with you? Where could they contact you? Certainly. Uh, my website is livefulla.com, and on there are spaces for free consultation, to connect, to share what unmet needs exist so that I can openly uh, discuss and, and observe and, and perceive if I can serve in any way. So that's probably the best the best way or email, which is livefulla at gmail.com. Again, L-I-V-E-F-U-L-L-E at gmail. Beautiful. So my last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? (laughs) 
it's just the beginning. I love it. Well, I want to thank you so much for spending your time with us today and for sharing your wisdom and for helping leaders grow in their consciousness. So thank you so much. Oh, deeply uh, a pleasure and my honor. Thanks for having me on. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. Of course, I'm Jennifer Ziao. This podcast is dedicated to helping you understand your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, please secure your free sacred practice tool at soullanguage.us forward slash sacred practice. Okay, everyone. Bye for now. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your hosts for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Hour.